Well, welcome back to another episode of the Cruise Conversations podcast. I'm Michael. And I'm Frank. And today's episode is episode number 24. And we're going to take a look at our top 10 ways to have a less stressful cruise. Let's jump into it. Well, today's episode, we just wanted to start off with a little bit of cruise news. There's a lot happening this time of year, a lot of new ships. The first one we wanted to talk about was the Celebrity Ascent. This is the newest of the Edge class. I mean, this looks awesome. I just, I'm just i so excited to take my first Celebrity Cruise. I think I'm going to try to do my first one in Europe. But one of the things that I think stands out completely you know, compared to any other cruise line or cruise ship out there is the Magic Carpet. This is a uh, uh, basically a bar on the side of the ship that's 13 stories high above the sea level and it just kind of moves up and down the side of the ship. I don't know how this doesn't like affect like the aerodynamics of, you know, sailing through the water, but it's so cool to be like off the side of the ship looking out across. The views look awesome and it's just something completely different. And I think one of the main things that kind of is just seems really awesome about Celebrity is the food options on board. They have 32 distinct restaurants, bars, and lounges. And from what I've seen, all of it's very close by. So decks three, four, and five, other than the pool up on you know one of the top decks, but decks three, four, and five on the Celebrity um, Ascent, is, you know, everything is right there. You don't have to worry about trekking up to like Central Park, for example, in the Oasis class. Everything is really compact and they kind of made the most out of the ship. Again, it's not going to be this super large mega ship with tons of kids and pools and water slides. This is more of a luxury upscale experience. And I think what Celebrity is doing is awesome. Just creating, again, more experiences, more opportunities uh, to sail on this class of the ship. And personally, I want to book it right now. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, the various photos I've seen on social media from different accounts all look super neat from that ship. Just the different public areas, sculptures on the ships. It looks super cool. And like you said, I can't wait to just see what more comes out from that ship. And then you have Norwegian, who actually just christened their Norwegian Viva the other day. They had about 1,500 people come out for that ceremony. I heard they had some pretty famous people there, right, Frank? You know, five-time Latin Grammy Award winning Luis Fonzi, who sings that Despacito, that song, he was there. And just some of the videos that we saw from the event looked really, I know a lot of the cruise lines do these types of like christening events and they break like a a bottle of champagne on the side of the cruise ship. And one day, Michael, we may get invited out. I mean, we may get invited out there. Keep, keep sharing this podcast with your friends. Maybe Michael and I will be able to get some exclusive content at maybe a future christening ceremony nearest you. But I thought it was awesome to your point. And, and yeah, who doesn't love some Despacito? <laughs> yeah, so the Viva is going to start out of Miami for now. And then for the winter, we'll actually move down to San Juan, which will be nice to have a larger oh, newer yeah. ship there doing some Southern Caribbean itineraries. And then it will go over to the Med for the Med season. Last but not least, we do have... Star of the Seas, which is the newest icon uh, ship in Royal Caribbean's fleet. They actually start booking on December 6th. So that is after this podcast is released. Actually, the day this podcast is released on Wednesday. So if you are interested in hearing pricing or just you know wanting to see what it costs to go on this cruise, and I'm sure Michael and I could probably throw an onboard credit, maybe some free dining, just drop us a DM on Instagram. We'd love to look at how much it would cost for you to take yourself, your friends, your family, 
whoever it is on a sailing of for Star of the Seas. So that one's going out of Port Canaveral starting summer 2025. So we do have some time, potentially time to get you into a group with maybe a refundable deposit. We'd love to look into that for you. All right. So jumping into our main topic for the day, like we said at the start, we're talking about 10 ways to make your cruise less stressful. You know, Frank and I had both written down our own lists of 10 different ways to make your cruise less stressful. And then we cross-referenced them and some actually ended up overlapping. So yeah, we're going to jump into some of those now. Some of these will actually take place before the cruise and then some will take place while you're on the cruise. So for number one, we have complete the online check-in process. So you want to make sure when the check-in process opens for your cruise to do that either online or in the app. And then once it gets closer to the cruise, about 24 to 48 hours out, they may send you some question, medical question errors in the app to fill out, make sure you're not sick. And like we said, because the apps are going to end up being real useful just throughout the cruise itself that you're going to want to have downloaded. And then really making sure all this is complete before you get to the port will really just help expedite your boarding process and really make you stand in less lines and get you on the ship faster. Yeah, actually, speaking of getting on the ship faster, we had our friend actually went to fill out the health questionnaire for Royal Caribbean on their last cruise. And instead of saying like, no, I don't have COVID and no, I'm not pregnant. They accidentally put like, yes, I have COVID and yes, I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, no. So when they got to the port, they like, they, they didn't make her like pee on a stick for like pregnancy. They, they could see that she was in 24 weeks, but they did make her uh, just go do a random like COVID test in the back room. And that was like, it was just like they got on later. So just check it just to make sure that you're doing it right. Read the questions, say the correct answer, and then you should be good to make it like to your point faster instead of slower. In her case, it would definitely took longer, but it, it was a funny thing. And speaking of funny things, our next tip for you know a stress-free cruise, make sure you pack your passport. If you don't have a passport before the cruise, I highly recommend getting one. I know Michael, you yes. used to cruise on a birth certificate a little bit. It just make I mean, it just makes it a lot easier to, you know, have a passport. I've seen those lines at the port when you get off. It's like, do you have a passport? Go right. If you don't, go left. And the line is super long. You don't want to wait in that. Just expedite it. Now they've got the facial recognition thing for all of the passport users. It just makes it so much faster. And we were actually, Scotty was getting, my fiance was getting ready for her cruise going out of Charleston. And we were actually, she arrived one day early and her and I were sitting at the dinner table, like down near Charleston. And we're just like, Oh, going through the checklist. You got your bathing suits. And I'm like, obviously you got your passport and her face like turned white. She's like, Oh my gosh, I don't have my passport. Again, luckily she, you know, was able to get a friend to bring one down to the port that day and like meet her there with it. But that would have been like, you just can't board without any sort of like documentation. Maybe they can work something out. I just, I've heard stories, people not being able to get on. So if you have a passport, make sure you bring it. If you don't have a passport, make sure you apply to get one. You, they last like what, like 10 years. So it's, yeah. it's worth the money. Like you're going to make the money up and saving time, you know, making again, like a less stress-free cruise. It's going to automate, kind of make the fa- uh, process a little bit faster for you as you get on. And then also just make sure you actually have that pulled out and it's not in your checked luggage you give to the porters because then you may also have some issues there as well. That's a good one too. Moving on to our third point, it's something we've mentioned in past podcast episodes just as a main tip is in itself, but book as much as you can in advance. So online, you'll be able to book your drink packages, excursions, shows, Wi-Fi, specialty dining, really most anything that's going to help 
supplement your cruise, you'll be able to book in advance. And the main reason to book in advance is really for the price savings. Because once you get on the ship, all the price values for most of these things are going to go up. And then when it comes to things like specialty dining reservations or excursions, I mean, they're going to be limited once you get on the ship. There'll be less of those available for you to be able to do. So like we said, all of this, you want to book as pretty much as far out in advance as you can. And then, like we've mentioned, if the price ever goes lower, you can always feel free to do a cancellation, get a 100% refund, and then just rebook it to help, like I said, save you however much money that ended up getting discounted for. Yeah. I think you made a good point too about like the cost savings because when I think of like stress in my life, sometimes it has to do with just spending money. Yeah. I mean, sometimes this has to do with people. We'll get into some of those points as well, but a lot of stressors around travel is just the cost of travel. And this is a way, like I was on a cruise recently with a friend and he was like, Oh, I didn't realize everyone booked the drink package. It got to the bar and then boom, swiped his card. There's like $350, $400 that he just put on his card. Then now he's going to have to, you know, add to the budget. It's like, you could have done that six months ago and paid for it already. And now just enjoy and feel like you're drinking for free. So I feel like that does kind of add to the stress. And then to your point on dining, like making sure you get all the reservations you want. And for me, if I don't have that, then I got to do all that right when I get on instead of just like starting the party, you know? So thinking about that, that's time that you don't have to spend, you know, dealing with reservations and talking to someone, you know, doing, going to guest services, all of that. It just makes it a little bit more, like you said, like automated quick, just when you get on, you can just start drinking and have a good time. And one last thing on this note is also prepaying your gratuities. Because like Frank was just saying, any of this stuff, when you prepay it beforehand, you can space out your payments over time. Whereas gratuities, I mean, what? Some cruise lines is 15, 20, 25 bucks per person per day. And if you have multiple people in your cabin, I mean, that's a pretty hefty charge to get added to your cruise. Because like we said, if it's four people, 25 bucks a person a day, 100 bucks, seven day cruise, you're looking at an extra $700 added to your yeah. Uh, statement at the end of the cruise, which like we said, take care of it beforehand. It'll, like I said, make the, the, the money part of the end of the cruise much less stressful. Yeah. And I think some of these cruise lines like have been raising it just cost of, you know, having employees, right. You want to make sure you treat them well, which I'm all, in, I'm all in favor for, but yeah, if you have that locked in, like you said, prepaid, if they raise it later, you already are at the lower rate. So that's kind of nice as well. Moving in to our fourth uh, tip for a stress-free cruise I know that Chris hit on this on his episode for our <laughs> review of Oasis of the Seas when we walk through that with Chris. If you haven't seen that, go and check that one out. But this t- tip is watch the video before the cruise. All the cruise ships have a video on YouTube. You can just type in Freedom of the Seas walkthrough or Carnival Celebration video tour. So if you type that in YouTube, it's you're just going to be able to actually walk through it. Some of them are going to be, you know, t- 30 minutes to an hour long, just depending on how in depth they go into each of the different areas. You can skip around, especially for me. I don't like to look at the areas where the kids are. I just, I'm not going in that area. So I don't really care if you don't really want to see the spa, but it is a nice thing just to look at before, especially with all of the main venues. Where's the dining room? Where's, you know, where's the pool and the food up on the, you know, the pool deck going to be located. So You'll find some different tips. You'll also find ways to avoid the crowds or maybe, for example, like the library on Oasis is in the in the Central Park area. That was a really quiet spot just to kind of kind of hide away with a coffee. Those are things you kind of learn from the video where you probably may not notice it on a quick four-night cruise on a huge ship like that. So just another tip. I think, Michael, you're into the videos as well. You like watching them before. It kind of also gets you super excited about, about the trip. 
I was about to say, I watch these videos and I'm not even going on cruises. I feel like if you're as big <laughs> as cruise fans as us, you'll just find yourself, oh, what does this ship look like? And yeah. click into the video and just watch it just for the fun of it. Moving on to our next point, point number five, it's arrive at the port a day early. You know, whether you're, like we said, travel itself, super stressful. So getting to the port, whether you're flying or driving, it can, like we said, is going to be stressful, especially if you have a flight that's constantly getting delayed, especially if it's a afternoon to evening flight and it has to get pushed to the next day. The next thing you know, oh, you're trying to fly in the day of. And that's also, I mean, we don't recommend that at all. If you do have to fly out the day of, make sure you're getting on one of the earliest flights so you, you're you sure you can get yeah. there. Because like we said, if then if it get, keeps getting delayed that day, that, I mean, you may not even make your ship. Yeah, I'm always seeing like on Facebook about flight issues and people not getting there in time to board and, you know, bags getting delayed. It's like, those yeah. are the things I'm reading like constantly. So just do yourself a favor. You can find, you know, at any of these ports, like under $200 squeeze, you know, yourself, maybe two other people in a hotel room, like it is totally worth it. And you're just going to be like, Oh, that's when you start your vacation. Cause exactly. you're already there. You're already eating at a restaurant. Like that kicks off your vacation early. You can do one after work the night before and still not have to take that extra PTO day, but it's just going to like ensure, like ensure that you're there. And, you know, we recommend, you know, getting insurance for your trip, but this also just like helps make sure that you're actually there. Your bags are there. There's no trip interruptions that happen. I just don't want to, it's like playing with fire for me. Like if I know it's a longer cruise maybe, but like on a three night, you're also wanting to get on there and just start the vacation. And so yeah. you want to get on early. You want to maximize that time. Tip number seven for having a stress-free cruise, unpack and declutter that room as soon as possible. Now this this may be because Michael and I, I personally just like can't start thinking about having a good time I until my room is like unpacked. I don't know why on cruises I'm like <laughs> this. I'm genuinely like a clean person, but when I get my bag outside my door, I just don't want to live out of my suitcase. I don't care if it's a three night, like we're going on the bachelor cruise, like I will unpack. Everything's coming out of the suitcase. The suitcase is going underneath the bed. Everything's going to be hung. It's going to be clean, decluttered. I just... I can't like, it has to be done. And so that's my tip. Do it. So that way, like when you're going to grab your clothes, you just like, everything's organized. You've got, you know, we have some links on our Amazon that, you know, have different hangers that you can buy, you know, the different, um, you know, things that you can put in your room just to make your cruise experience a little bit better. When you unpack, you know, you have your little hamper in the corner. For me, this is just a big, a big thing, right? Like just getting comfortable in your cabin, you can do this, you know, after you've already hit seven, eight drinks at the pool deck, or you can do this before, just depending on when you get access to the room and when you get on the ship. But to me, this is a really important thing because then you're just less stressed later on. Check out the link on our Instagram bio. It's a link tree. It's got a link where you can go to Amazon, our store, and you can actually look at the different uh, items that we recommend for your cruise cabin. Again, this is just going to make it a little bit stress-free for you and whoever you're traveling with to have a clean kind of organized room in your cabin. Yeah, that's awesome. Like we said, we use a lot of those products that are on that Amazon storefront. So yeah, make sure to go check that out. So our seventh tip of the day is to make sure you plan your excursion days and that you have a plan B as well. Like I mentioned earlier, the sooner the better when it comes to booking excursions. Like I said, once you get on the ship, there's going to be a lot less options available. But you also just want to do your research when it comes to the port itself. 
because not every port may have stuff right there at the port. You know, you have a lot of these newer ports that may have things like pools and restaurants and all that right there. But you may have some ports where you have to go tender in and then immediately get on different taxis that take you to some of the different excursions. So let's say you wait in that tender line and it takes 45 minutes, an hour to eventually get the land. And then you get there and you really have nowhere to go. I don't remember if this was Freeport years ago when I did a cruise. Like, Like I said, right when you get off that tender... If you didn't have an excursion booked, I don't I don't even think there's anybody there like selling excursions. So like I said, you want to make sure you you do research on your the ports themselves. Yep. But then also, like I said, have an ex- whether you you know you're going to do an excursion and some of the places, yeah, it's fine just to get off and go look at the shops and Sweet, restaurants, yeah. but like we said, not every place has that. But then, like we said, well, you may want to have a plan B because I know Frank, your last cruise you ended up having some issues because of weather, right? Yeah, my last two cruises actually both have had an excursion canceled. So oh, wow. it was, you know, wind, actually wind at both of the spots, you know, were they were fine days, but just too windy to go out on a boat or even do like the water park in Nassau on my, la- on my last cruise. So just, I think like to your point, have a plan B. If not, like, yeah, just do a little bit of research. Just have something in your back pocket that you could quickly pivot to in case, like for example, in Nassau, like we said on that, on that episode, we just made the most of the day, like doing just different things around Nassau that I've seen that I haven't actually done at Nassau that I just have seen other people do. And I was like, Oh, that that's an option. So just know what those options are just in case something were to happen and you can still make the most of the day. I think one other point that you hit on that was really important was like, you talked about waiting in lines for the tender boat, right? So if you're tendering, it means that you're you know getting on another boat to get to the land. There's not actually like a dock for the ship to pull up to. So if you do book an excursion through the cruise line, so if you do book an excursion through the cruise line, you will be able to get priority tender. So that way, you know, if you are wanting to get off early, I usually just look at, hey, what are those early morning excursions? And we did that when we were on our, our Europe cruise. We tried to take excursions through the cruise line whenever it was a tender day. And yeah, we were like basically the first ones off the ship those days. So if you're like me and you hate lines, like, book the cheap excursion that's just going to get you off early, skip the lines because you're getting that VIP treatment and then you're already on the land and then you can kind of do something else. Like there's some of those that are like two hour long excursions, maybe only $30 a person and those are in the morning. You can just book that, do the excursion and then do your own thing afterwards. I think that's a great tip because I just personally, I don't like waiting in lines. I don't even like getting up early to get those passes or any of that stuff. I just, (laughs) tenders are not great. So I just try to book an excursion through the cruise line that day. Number eight, if there is free room service available for breakfast, take advantage of it or take advantage of other options besides the buffet for breakfast. Personally, again, I just don't like crowds and people are like, well, why do you like cruising? I just find ways to, <laughs> to avoid just large groups of people for the most part. And one of those you know things where people tend to crowd is around the buffets and breakfast time because everyone wants to wake up, you know, they're a little hungover maybe, they want to eat some breakfast, whatever the case may be, everyone's eating at that time and it's a little bit unorganized. So I tried to just kind of go with different options that are not the buffet. So for me, that looks like ordering free room service, especially on the Royal Caribbean ships. I'm usually signing up for, you just fill in your information on the little card. You put it outside your door by a certain time. And then someone kind of usually wakes me up with like knocking on the door and they bring me my coffee, you know, a little croissant, a little fruit. It's usually enough to kind of get me to that next meal. So this is another really good option as well as some of the other things that they got on the ship that just, again, avoiding that huge buffet line 
that's not something you want to wake up and have to deal with just uncaffeinated, you know? So that's my tip. Yeah. I don't want to see a uncaffeinated Frank in that buffet line. <laughs> it's not a good sight. So the ninth tip we have here is understanding how the people you're traveling with like to travel. You know, this is something I really had to learn with my wife. The first trip we ever did together was a all-inclusive resort. You know, it was the first time we kind of gone away. This was before we ever did a cruise together, I think. And I don't know if you've ever done an all-inclusive resort, depending on the resort, it's a whole different, I think, a whole different flow and just vibe than a cruise. Because it's, it's much more just laying out on the beach. And that's what my wife loves. She likes to lay out on the beach with her book, drink in hand. Whereas me, I like to be booked and busy. And that's where I think the cruise, the cruise mindset really I enjoy. And so kind of trying to now, like I said, knowing my wife and how she likes to travel and how she likes to relax and what's uh, stress-free for her. Versus me kind of balancing both of these out, right? So it doesn't lead to any conflicts. Uh, You know, me wanting to do something or her doing something. Just, you know, pulling out my book. Yeah, compromise. Taking out my book, laying down by the pool. And I've actually enjoyed doing that the past couple cruises. Just spending a a little bit of time just relaxing, not doing anything instead of go, 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 running around the ship. Because like I said, I know evening time, you're really not going to have me just sitting around. I'm going to, like I said, go to dinner, go to the shows, go to comedy, maybe go dance a little or listen to music later on in the night. You're not going to find me just relaxing. So kind of just throughout the day, making sure, like I said, you you know how the people you're with, what they like to do, and just compromising and making sure you get a lot done. Like I said, how to learn it. It didn't just come naturally at first, but yeah. here we are. And that's the same thing for me too. My fiance, she she likes to just relax. And I'm like, flow rider, doing this. this doing I'm like always trying to do the things. And she's like, have fun. <laughs> so uh, sometimes I'm like, I feel like I'm on a solo cruise for a few minutes, for a few hours. Cause I'm doing my own thing, which is totally fine. Like it's her vacation. She paid for it. My vacation, you know, it's like, I want to get my money for her. It's just like, I want to relax for me. It's like, I want to go surf or I want to go do this uh, trivia, for example. So I think you made a great point. Just understand what that looks like. And you know, if you're able to go do your own thing and then come back and what that, what the boundary is there. So the last one, tip number 10 is don't be stressed again, going off Michael's thing. Don't be stressed about trying to do everything on your cruise. Yeah. There will always be another cruise. You know, for me, I need, I need to take this tip into heart. Cause I know, like <laughs> I said, I just love to, you know, do every single thing on this ship, see every single show. But to Michael's point, some of these, you know, on our four night cruise on Oasis, there were so many shows in four nights that like, you just felt like you were constantly just going to the next show, going to the next thing. And honestly, could have enjoyed some of that time just sitting out on the balcony with, you know, a glass of champagne or just relaxing and enjoying the room that we paid for. And I was like, I just, I just didn't do any of that. I was just always trying to do everything I can check that box. And if I look back, would have enjoyed some more time just relaxing and just taking in the moment rather than just running to the next thing. Like there will definitely be another time I'll be on that exact ship, you know, being able to see those shows. So just like you said, relax a little bit, take it in. You don't have to stress trying to do every single thing. We know these ships have so much to do, but you know, maybe some days you try to do every, do a couple things and maybe you give yourself a little bit of time to relax. So I know I need to take this tip into heart a little bit more, (laughs) uh, but it is definitely something just to think about as you're going on your cruise. Don't try to just do things to do things and check the box. There will be more cruises. And uh, that's what I need. I need to remember sometimes. 
So with that, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Cruise Conversations podcast. If you can, share this podcast with a friend, family member, anyone that's going on their upcoming cruise. Let them know how to have a less stressful cruise. Give us a a, a rating. Let us know what you think about this episode by reaching out to us on Instagram. Let us know if you have any questions for an upcoming episode. We'd love to get back into answering some of your questions. And if you want us to look at any pricing or anything about your next cruise, we'd love to help you plan that as well. So with that, thank you so much for listening and we will see you back here next Wednesday.